We're going to get to the word right now. Y'all about ready? Amen. Say, come on, here we go. Still got the offering coming around, but here we go. Let's go with it. Amen. <clears throat> See how we do. Praise the Lord. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Amen. Let's go to the Word this morning. Amen. Thank you so much. We're in a little, well, we're this time of the year. It's Palm Sunday, so we're in a series about Jesus, and I wear something on my arm. How many have one of these on your arm? Do you have some in the house today? They're called Jesus Strong. Jesus Strong. Who came up with this idea? I did. Okay? This little bracelet right here. How many of you can't even hardly see it on my arm? You can't hardly see it, can you? It it sort of disappears, doesn't it? That's the purpose. I wanted to make something, at least on my arm... It would sort of not show up too much. It never was about bragging. Look at me, I got me a bracelet. No, it was about, Gary, look at your arm. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, son. How many have had a real hard time in your life? And when I say hard time, you know exactly what that time was. Let me see some hands. You know exactly what that was. You know, without a doubt, you know what it was. Well, I had that time, and I couldn't make it on my own. And I wanted to take my own life. It seemed easier to do that than to do the things I was going to have to do and to keep plugging, keep doing. And so I knew I needed some help. Well, my help comes from the Lord, not a bracelet, but anything I can help myself with, something identify like that, and I made it a color so I'd never take it off. The only time I take this off is when somebody sees it and wants it. And I'll give it to them. Amen? And i got some others. But they're out there today. Uh, we should have them out there if you want to grab one of those today. They're free. Of course, they're not free, but they're free. We give them away. Amen? But uh, we want you to have that. But t- today's message and next week's message, Jesus Strong. Say that with me. Do you think we need some Jesus strength right now in this country? Yes or no? Say some Jesus strength. Amen. Amen. The arm of flesh will fail you. You expect Washington or the scientist or all this? Listen, guys, listen. You need Jesus Christ. You need Him. And that's what Palm Sunday is all about. He said, I came to give my life a ransom for many. I came to seek and to save that which was lost. He didn't come for parade. Amen. Let's go to the Scriptures, Raji. See what we can find. Jesus strong. Jesus strong. See what we can find this morning. Jesus strong. Here's our message. Palm Sunday. That's, that's today. Palm Sunday. What is Palm Sunday? Well, let's just go to the Bible. How about we do that instead of me trying to tell you? Let's go to the Bible. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem... The disciples and Jesus, they were come to Bethpage near the Mount of Olives. Now, I've been there many, many times to the Mount of Olives. The Mount of Olives is uh, 
When you're standing over here, you're looking at Jerusalem. Close. What separates the Mount of Olives from Jerusalem is a bunch of graves. A bunch of graves. I mean, you've never seen a graveyard like this. You, you might have a big graveyard up, up home somewhere. No, no. This is a big graveyard. And it's all in the rocks and goes down into the valley. And that's also where the Garden of Gethsemane is located. Between here and Jerusalem. Got it? Yes or no? So, so they're near the Mount of Olives. <coughs> Excuse me. And Jesus sent two disciples out from there. He said, I want you to go to a village over against you. There's little villages around there. And I want you to find an ass or a donkey. Can you say donkey? Donkey. Here we go. Tied with a colt, with her. Loose them, bring them unto me. What? Yeah. And if any man say all of you, you say the Lord needs them. The Lord needs them. And straightway he'll send them. Okay? So this is Palm Sunday. So what's happening here? Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell you the daughter of Zion, behold, the king comes unto you. This was a prophecy that was given in the Old Testament. He'll come, the king, that's the Lord, will come to you meek. Can you say meek? Meek riding upon an ass or a donkey. That's pretty meek, ain't it? I mean, we're not talking a black stallion here. We're talking about an old donkey. That's pretty meek, ain't it, say? And the disciples went and they did as Jesus commanded them. That's a good idea if you'll do that. And they brought the ass, the donkey, and the colt and put on them their clothes and they set him thereon. So the blanket, whatever, and now Jesus is on him. Got it? Yes or no? You might say, Clark, why are you telling us all this? That's Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday was like a parade. Yeah, it started with like a parade. Look at it. Got your donkey? Who doesn't want to ride on a donkey? Okay. And a multitude, as he was riding on this donkey now, towards Jerusalem, they spread their garments down in the way. Blankets, shawls, whatever you can imagine it, right? Others cut down branches from the palm trees. See? What's Israel like? The climate in Israel is like a lot like Florida. It's an arid climate. People, when they travel to Israel with me, because I'd been many, many times, took trips many times, they'd say, well, what, how shall we dress? We'd say, dress like you do in Florida. Sometimes it can get nippy here, can't it? But for the most part, it's crazy good weather. Amen. So, palm trees. And they strew them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and followed cried, saying, say it with me, this last part, church, come on, say it at home. Hosanna to the son of David. Come on. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Say it. Hosanna in the highest. So this is also called Hosanna Sunday. Palm Sunday. Hosanna Sunday. It started out like a parade. Boy, it sure didn't end like one, did it? Boy, it ended in madness, didn't it? Do you know people will turn on you like a dime? You hear me or not say? Had somebody call the office this week because we're keeping our church open. They called me the Antichrist. (laughs) 
Never thought I'd see the day when you keep your church open so you can preach God's Word, the Bible. You'd be called the Antichrist. It's amazing how quickly things can turn. You that don't believe the Bible. All that Bible. You don't believe all that crazy stuff in the Bible, do you? Wow. We're seeing crazy right before our eyes, aren't we? Yes or no? I mean, if you don't... If, you know what the Bible says, guys? I know it's a verse churches don't like to quote, but I'm going to quote it for the pastors that are watching this morning. It says, Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together, as the manner of some is. It didn't stop there. It says, and even so much more, as you see the day approaching, that day of judgment or possible end times approaching, make sure you don't forsake the assembly. People want to say, well, I need to obey the authority of the United States. You need to obey the authority of the Word of God. That's what you need to do. Always, always, always. Am I saying you can't watch online? I understand that. And I know many of your hearts. Your hearts are like, I'm elderly, I'm old, i got diabetes, I've got cancer, this or that, and, you're, and you feel comfortable. I believe that. And I understand where you're coming from. But don't be duped into believing, though. I mean, I understand why you're doing it, and I get that. And I agree with it in a, in a large part. However, however, don't be duped into believing that you're supposed to believe Washington over the Bible. Did you hear me? I understand I had somebody else write me this week, somebody out of our own church, criticizing me. Having church open, they actually said, what good are you doing for your fellow man? I think we're doing a lot of good for our fellow man. I really do. I really do. I really do. It'd be different if I'm walling all over everybody and spitting on people and sneezing in their face and everybody was grouped in a little huddle like 30 of us, like I saw in a, a travel park the other night, 30 people together jogging. Let's close. I didn't hear nobody writing them letters. It's crazy days we live in. Yes or no? Amen. This is the Bible, guys. This is, this is Palm Sunday. It was like a parade. Here comes Jesus! How quickly people will turn away from their faith. I'm just talking about it. This is what happened. And while he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was what? Move! Wow! Who's that? And the multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Amen? So this is Palm Sunday. So you got it? So it started with a parade. Can you say parade? My words. Parade. Why were they cheering? Well, they probably thought whoever this was, maybe he'll overthrow Rome. Amen. Maybe he'll help our life. Maybe it'll be better. Okay? And so they were just cheering. People cheer. People jeer. <laughs> just a matter of time, the cheers turn to jeers. You ever notice that? Yes or no? In football, boy, while you're winning, the fans love you. <laughs> you start to lose a little coach, they'll turn on you, won't they? Say, sure will. They'll ask for your job. It's funny, man. People, people. Let's keep looking. So this is, the, this is, this is Passion Week. A lot of things happened between Sunday and Wednesday, Thursday, when Jesus had his last supper with his disciples. But, I mean, a lot of good stuff was going on. You know what I mean? And who doesn't like a good meal with friends, say? Y'all like that, yes or no? You're missing that, ain't you? Hanging out together, going to restaurants together. Who doesn't like that, right? Well, so here's Jesus. 
This is just me talking plain English today. The Last Supper, we call it. Let's read it. It happened this week. And the disciples did as Jesus appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Okay? It was Passover time. See, all of this was done according to God's will and God's word. Jesus was not an accident. He came on time and he came on purpose. Because you and I matter to him and we have value. You understand? And so here it's Passover. And he has them to get that meal ready and everything. Beautiful time. It's usually a time of celebration. Beautiful time. Now, when the evening was come, he sat down with his 12 disciples. Are y'all with me? You're not going to sleep on me, are you? How about at home? Come on. Where are you people? You're awake. Hello. You better get up. Pop your husband. Go ahead. So when the evening was come, Jesus sat down with the twelve. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, one of you, say it with me, shall do what? Betray me. You ever been to a dinner when somebody said something and the dinner went south? Say, you ever done that before? You ever been at a family reunion and, oh no, there's Aunt so-and-so, she showed up. Oh man, it's going to get ugly. You know what I mean? Turn a party into something rough. Well, Jesus did that. He said, one of y'all going to betray me. You mean the parade, the good week we've been having, the nice dinner? And they were exceeding what? I mean, I mean, this happy, gleeful, look at us together, all turned to sadness in a heartbeat. You understand? And they began, every one of them, to say, Lord, is it me? That's a good question we should probably all ask. Don't ever think to him that thinks he stands, take heed lest he what? Fall, the Bible says. Amen. Say Remember Peter? He said what? I'll never what you. I'll never deny you or forsake you. I'll never do that, right? Yes or no? Not me! Did he? Yes or no? Sure he did. <clears throat> and Jesus answered them when they said that. All of them are sorrowful and they're wondering if is it me that's going to betray Jesus? He said, well, he that dips his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. I don't know if he gave a whole lot of answers on that question, on that one. I look like a lot of people dipping. You understand? Yes or no? The Son of Man goes as it's written of Him. Watch your scripture. Say it with me. But, woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. Say it with me. It had been good for that man if he had never been what? Born. That's tough scripture, isn't it? Then Judas, we're reading after the fact, of course it was written later, Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And Jesus said, You said it. Maybe he said that to others. I don't know. But he definitely said it to Judas, didn't he say? Are you all with me so far or not? What are you doing here today, Clark? Well, I'm walking you through Passion Week. I want to ask you a question. How many of you can give me all the details on the coronavirus? You watching at home. But you can't tell me hardly any details about Jesus' passion the week that he died on the cross. That's how pathetic we are as a church. You can can listen to all this, but you're not into God's Word. You're not reading God's Word. You're not heeding God's Word. You're not applying God's Word. And this goes for me as well. 
Okay, I can only take so much. I need more of him. I don't need more of that. I need more of him. That's my problem. Not more of Gary. Gary's full. He's he's pretty full of himself. I need he needs to increase and I need to what? Decrease, maybe. Amen. So he took the cup though, as they were eating, he took bread. We know this scripture well, don't we? Don't we know this pretty well? Yeah. This is when this happened, right? During Passion Week. When did communion start? During what? Do y'all get that or not? When did it start? Oh, the church made it up. Church didn't make it up. We're the assembly. We follow Him. He did it. He took bread. He blessed it. He broke it. He said, he gave it to His disciples. He said, take, eat. This is my what? Boy, that was new. They'd done Passover before, but they'd never heard anything quite like this. This is my body. You mean all this we've been doing for generations All this Passover stuff and the blood of the Lamb on the doorpost back in the book of Isaiah speaks of you, Jesus? It does speak of Jesus. Y'all hear me or not say? He's the Lamb that was slain before the foundations of the what? World. Amen. And so he's, he's bringing them to light, man. This is my body. He took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them saying, drink all of it. This is my what? You mean this juice is your blood? Well, no, it's not the actual blood, but it represents my blood. Which is the New Testament of the New Testament. That word means covenant. This is the blood. I'm going to have a new covenant with you. What does that mean? Because of what I'm about to do, he didn't tell them. They couldn't hear it anyway. They weren't understanding. But he said, this, this is going to be a new covenant. Because you believe in my death on the cross and my shed blood and my resurrection, you're going to have eternal life. This is a new covenant. Y'all hear me or not say? Have you believed in Christ? That's the new covenant. That's what Passion Week's all about. Which is shed for who? For many, for the what? Remission of sins or the forgiveness of sins. He said, I'll cast your sin as far as the what? East is from the what? West, I'll bear it in the depths of the sea and remember it what? No more. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So this is Passion Week. And he said, and he said but I say unto you, they didn't know this was the last gig they have in together. It's sort of sad when you had your last meal with somebody, isn't it? You remember somebody you loved the last time you ate with them, maybe before they moved or before they passed away? Remember that meal? I remember the one with my mother. It was my brother Terry's wedding. Little did I know that would be my last time I ate with my mama. Came back to Florida. A few weeks later, she was murdered, shot six times. It's funny how we cling to this life. This is the only day you have. You ought to live it to the full. You ought to confess your sins today. Make sure Jesus is your Savior today. You hear me or not? That's not a bad way to live life as if today's your last. Forgive today. Amen. Be humble today. Amen. Give something away today. I'm going to give it to the kids later. Why not call them and say, i got good news for you. You're getting some stuff. <laughs> when? While I'm living. Amen. Say. Because I love you and my heart wants to give it to you. So stop wishing I'd die. Okay. He said, I won't drink this anymore until that day I drink it with you new in my father's kingdom. And after that, they sung a song. I mean, it was a little sad because of the betrayal thing. But otherwise, pretty good thing and 
Pretty good times, it seems like. And they were even doing what? They were even doing what? Singing. Amen? So how would you do with Passion Week? Pretty good? You all right? We're not done. So we had a parade. Had a great meal, didn't we? Great. So you had the parade, you had the meal, now you got the what? The madness. I wrote this message years ago when I was at my lowest point in my life. And I needed to relate to the Lord and have Him relate to me. And I needed to, I, I just, I needed Him more than anything in my life. That's sort of how you feel when you feel like you may be going to die. Amen, say. You get perspective, don't you? And that's what I got when I wrote this message. I want you to see it. I can't rewrite the Bible, guys. It's Passion Week. We need to see what the Scripture says. I start with this one. Looking unto who? Help me one more time. Get a little louder if you don't mind. Looking unto the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the what? Cross, despising the shame. And now he's set down at the right hand of God the Father. <clears throat> for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied one day. You remember when people say bad things about you, Clark. You look to me, son. That's what I hear when people want to criticize me right now for having our church open. You know what I say? Spell my name right. Gary with two R's. We didn't build this to shut the doors. Got it? Yes or no? Doesn't mean we're not wise, though. Don't call us stupid, okay? All right? I'd like to see you be able to accomplish what a lot of these people have accomplished in their life. Okay? It's not that we're stupid. It's that we believe. You hear me or not? We look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We have not a high priest. I love this verse. I built this message on this verse right here. Guys, we don't have a high priest which can't be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Jesus knows what I feel. And Jesus felt what I feel. I can relate to Jesus. That's why I don't want a church where we just come in, we just go through the motions. La, 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 la. You can have that. I want to know who Jesus is. I want to know that He loves me. I want to know that He can help me in my life. I want to know that God's Word is true. I want to memorize it. I want to believe it. I want to help, it, help, me, help change the hellraiser into somebody who can be a decent human. Amen. Say it's what I want, man. I want love. I want a book that will teach me how to love my wife and love my young'uns. I have, a, I have Jesus can be touched with what I'm going through. Amen? And that's what Passion Week did, man. So He can be touched with our feelings because He was touched. He was in all points tempted just like you and me, right? Right? What's the difference between Jesus and you? We're what? Sinners, see? He wasn't a sinner. Thank God we got somebody we can look to that ain't like us. <laughs> Amen. That can show, yeah, praise the Lord that's above us, that's bigger than us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So now, let's just look at the madness. What happened? What happened? It started with a parade on Palm Sunday. 
And then he had his nice big meal. And we started seeing a little something when he said somebody's going to betray me, right? And then when he said this stuff like, this is our last time we're going to meet. And then he said, this is my body and this is my blood. All of a sudden, like, wow, what a dinner. What does it mean Jesus knows how I feel? Passion Week tells us this. Look at this thing. Say that word with me, would you? One more time. Let's be honest. How many in this room, you're being honest, you know what it feels like at least sometime in your life to feel unloved. Feel unloved. I just felt unloved. He knows how it feels to feel unloved. What do you mean, Clark? They just had the parade. They just had the meal. Look at it. And he comes to his disciples after they sang a song. They went to the, through the Mount of Olives down in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he says to Peter, they're sleeping, man. Peter, you're the leader, man. Can't you watch with me an hour? Watch and pray, man, that you don't enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but your flesh is weak, man. These are the guys that walked with him, that, that were with him. He asked him to do one stinking thing. Pray with me! And they didn't do it. How do you think he felt? Yes or no? Say, well, he, Jesus, it don't matter. You got a problem, Jack. Sure it mattered. He went away again a second time and he prayed. Father, if this cup may not pass for me except I drink it, your will be done. He was flesh and blood too, guys. Jesus. And he came and found them what? Doing what? Sleeping what? Again, their eyes were heavy. Oh, I'd be sleepy. You're a bum. And he left them and he went away again. He prayed the third time saying the same words. Then he comes to his disciples again. Wow! Man. Don't knock yourself up too hard. I mean, these guys are rough, aren't they? Sleep on, boys. Sleep on. How do you think he felt right then? Do you think he felt like, wow, they really love me? Or do you think he might have felt, I don't matter a whole lot, do I? I don't know how he felt, but I know it didn't feel good. Yes or no? Sorry, he did it three times. The hour's at hand. The Son of Man's going to be betrayed. So during Passion Week, it all started out with a parade and a great meal. But it ended with him feeling what? Unloved. Let's look at the next word. So unloved. Let's look at another word. All points he was tested like me. So if you feel unloved, so did he. Crawl up into his lap. Let him love on you. Another word. Say that one with me. He, he felt what? How many in this room? Be honest. No, there's no reason to tell a story. How many in this room you have been betrayed? Let me see some hands. I have been betrayed. Feels pretty crappy, doesn't it? He knows what that feels like. Passion Week. Why you got Passion Week? Why you talked about it, Clark? Because it's the crux of everything. It's what matters the most. Amen. So here they are sleeping. Get up! Get up! Let us be going. Behold, he's at hand that does betray me. And they're probably still going, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? I don't know. 
And while he yet spoke, Judas and one of the twelve came with him with a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. And he that betrayed him gave them a sign saying, Whomever I shall what? The same as he, hold him fast, Judas says. Isn't it funny? He knew Jesus would kiss him, didn't he? Didn't he? Say. He knew it. You go know him because he's going to give me a kiss. Isn't that cool? Say. You know, the Bible does say, kiss the son lest he be angry. It's a good scripture, isn't it? And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hell, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said, what did he say to Judas? What did he say? Wow. Do you feel the hurt? This is why I came up with this bracelet years ago. I, I know what it is to feel unloved. I know what it is to feel betrayed. But I have a high priest who... Has been touched with my feelings. He knows what I feel. Hallelujah. Amen. I was made in his likeness. He knows me. I can make it through being unloved. I can make it through betrayal. You hear me or not? And Jesus said, friend, wherefore are you come? Then came they and they laid hands on Jesus and took him, took him away. We're still rolling with the message. Where are you going to go? I'm going to stay with it, guys. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Kidron. There was a garden, etc., etc., etc. Let's just pass that up, guys. Okay? Pass that up. We just talked about it. So he was what? Let's look at So what was the first one? He, 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 was, he was what? Felt what? Unloved. And now he was what? Let's look at another one. Passion Week. What happened? I mean, it started out so nice, didn't it? Donkey time. Great meal with friends. What? That fast. People will turn on a dime. Don't be surprised when they do that to you or have done to that to you and your... And don't be surprised when you do it. God help me to believe in you, Jesus. Amen. Say. Third thing. Say that with me. What was the first one? Unloved. Betrayed. Now what? Denied by who? Who cares if people don't like you, deny you? Right? Say. Let's check it out. Now, Peter sat without the palace. So they, got, they got Jesus now. A damsel came and said, you were, you were one of those with Jesus. But he what? He what? He denied before them all. said, I don't know what you're talking about, girl. And when he was going out into the porch, another maiden saw him and said unto them that were there, That fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, Peter said, say it with me, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him that stood by and they said to Peter, you surely are one of those because you don't sound like you from around here, Jack. You talk with that little country accent from Galilee. And Jesus began to curse and swear. You want to win some friends that are already haters? Cuss and swear and they'll jump on your bandwagon with you. That's what I hate about Facebook and social media. To see pathetic people that jump on the bandwagon and start saying negative things. You're pathetic. That's how I feel. Got it? Yes or no? You're just a bandwagon jumper. 
You ought to be ashamed of yourself. We're called to speak good things into people's lives and to be a blessing. On a church website this week, one of its people called me and another pastor an embarrassment to Inglewood. And the pastor left it up on his website. That's a disgrace to me. Did you hear me or what? That's just horrible, guys. Don't be surprised what people say. Jesus said, I know, I know. You think you got it rough? Man, I had it really rough, Jesus says. You put your faith in me, son. You and me can make it through anything. Y'all hear me or not? So he began to curse, etc. He said, I don't know the man. And the rooster crowed. We're almost done. This is a sad message, isn't it? Gary, I thought it was supposed to be happy coming to church. I'm sorry that Passion Week wasn't, wasn't uh, a little happy walk in the, in the park for Jesus. You wouldn't be saved if it was a happy walk in the park. You'd be in your sins and go to a devil's hell if it hadn't been for this. And me too. What's our next word? <clears throat> Abused. I know it's a hard question to ask, but how many would say, Pastor Gary, I know what it is to be abused. My hand's up. I know what it is to be abused. He was abused. They spit in his face. They buffeted him with their hands. They slapped Jesus. He knows what it feels like. Pilate said, what shall I do with this man that's called Christ? They said, crucify him. They'll turn on the dam. On Sunday they said, Satan now, Hosanna, you demand. And the governor said, what evil has he done? But they cried, crucify him, crucify him. This is what happened this week. And Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but rather a tumult was being made, so he took water. He washed his hands of the situation. Isn't that cool? So I, I, I'm, I'm a, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. You do it. Like most politicians. Pass the stinking buck. Then answer all the people and said, His blood be on us! You be careful what you say right now about churches that choose to be open because they love the Lord. I, I, would, I would warn you with a holy warning of God. We don't know everybody's heart. All I know is mine. We didn't start this thing to stop it. Okay? If we just have two or three show up, that'll be what it'll be. But we still want to make a way for Russ. Russ, does church matter right now for you? Are you do you live alone? Got your son with you. But you've had some issues, ain't you, buddy? A lot of problems. And it matters that you can come and be. Even if we're having a social distance, is it still better? I have to be here, he says. Dawn, I know you. I know you. You've struggled like I've struggled some. It matters, doesn't it, doll? That the doors are open. So for some that can be at home and worse, don't look down on those that are here, please. Would you not do that? Would you please not look down? We're not going to look down on you, okay? Say, we're the church, guys. Yes or no? So he released Barabbas unto them. And when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. 
I don't agree with a lot of what Rodney Howard Brown, that pastor that was arrested in Tampa, I don't agree with a lot of what he says. A lot of it's kooky, guys. Okay, that's my opinion. But I don't think he should be arrested while they're taking prisoners and turning them out on our streets. That's crazy. We are crazy people. We are crazy people. We still have a brain, and Americans can still function. I believe that. (laughs) Sorry. So he was abused. Spit on, slapped. You ever been slapped? My wife tells me about in one of her relationships how she was beaten and pushed across a room and beat up across the front of a pickup truck. Can you imagine that? And look how sweet Kim is. You know why she's sweet? Because she has Jesus in her heart. He makes the difference. That stuff can turn you cold and mean, buddy. But Jesus can, because he can relate, he can still help you and make you sweet. Amen. I got to quit, Roger. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm late. But we don't have hospitality today, so what are you going to do? I think you want to hear the rest at home. Would they want to hear the rest? How about you? Have you given up on me yet at home? I hope not. Stay with me, man. Then the soldiers of the governor. What's the next word? I'm not going to try to name them all again, but after abused, he was what? Humiliated. You ever been humiliated? I'm talking about just flat out humiliated. If you've been humiliated, let me see some hands. I mean, that humiliated me. I felt humiliated. Humiliated. You have a, you have a savior who in all the hard things is, was tempted just like you and me. But I can't make it. Yes, you can. Jesus strong. You hear me or not say? You hear me or not? Yes, you can. The soldiers then took Jesus into the common hall. They gathered him in the whole band of soldiers. Tough guys. I used to be a tough guy. I've told several people this week, it's a good thing I'm not who I used to be. It is. It's a good, and I still got some spunk left in me. But I'm glad I'm not the man I used to be. I still got problems, but I am not the man I used to be. Hallelujah. They stripped Jesus. They stripped him. Can you imagine that? The Son of God, there you are before soldiers. Now, the Bible doesn't tell you everything they did to him. The Bible doesn't tell it all. The Bible says if we said everything that Jesus did, his miracles, etc., the libraries of the world couldn't contain it. So what they did to Jesus, you can only imagine. What a Savior we have. Amen, say. All points. They put on a scarlet robe on him. They planted a crown of thorns. They put it on his head and a reed in his right hand. They bowed the knee and said, and they mocked him, Hail, King of the Jews. Made fun of him like a dog. And after they mocked him, they took the robe back off him. How would you like people clothing you and unclothing you, clothing you and unclothing you, clothing you and unclothing you? Say, why do you talk about this, Clark? Because it's a truth. And they led him away to crucify him. And sit, led him away to crucify him. And sitting down, they sat there and did what to him? And they set over his head an accusation. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. And there were two thieves on one side, 
one on the right and one on the left, humiliated him. He was humiliated for you and me. Amen. Why can we call his crucifixion and all this, why can we call it good, Good Friday? Why can we call it Good Friday? Because he did this for you and me. As bad as it was on him, it was good for us. Yeah, praise the Lord. What a Savior we have, man. Beautiful. Unbelievable. And they reviled him and they wagged their head. You ever had anybody wag the head in your face? <laughs> and they said, you destroyed the temple and built it in three days. Okay, if you be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Liar. Likewise, also the chief priest mocking him. That's the religious people, the religious people. That's like people that will go to their church website and say other things about other churches. You're just a religious fraud. Likewise, the chief priest mocked him with the scribes and elders. He saved others, but he can't save himself. If he be the king of the Jews, let him come down. All these were humiliating comments they were making. This is the worst one. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he'll have him. I think Jesus was a man. A man took this. And he humbled himself. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. For me and you. Keep going, Rog. Humiliated. Last one, I hope, Rog. I can't take much more. Say that with me. Can I ask you a question? Be honest. Please don't lie. How many of you have ever, ever in your life, you know the feeling of absolutely being rejected? Wow. Isn't it crazy, guys? Yes or no? How many of these, you felt most of them? Passion Week is something, isn't it? It gets right to the heart of who we are, doesn't it? Yes or no? Why do you need Jesus? Nobody else could do what He did. There's one Savior, one Son of God. His name is Jesus. And He knows what it feels to feel what I feel. Makes me love Him. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The miracles and all that. And that's awesome. The walking on the water. But you know what gets me? This gets me. The walking on the water excites me. This takes me and puts me on my face. Amen. About the ninth hour, Jesus on the cross, he cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, say it with me pretty loud. My God, my God, why have you? You ever felt like God forsook you? God, where'd you go? Where'd you go, God? I've been there in my life. Where'd you go? My wife left me. It hurt me so bad. Where'd you go, God? Why? And that still small voice says, Son, I didn't leave you. I'll never leave you. One of us listening today or watching today will have the week we were going to have because we heard this word today. We heard the word of God. We have a Savior who can be and was touched by every feeling.